Welcome everyone. Today's shiur. Today's shiur is daf. Hey, we will begin on daf dalad amulbet at the words vaanan the itla treyoma hechi avdinan. Today's shiur is available. Anyone who would like to get the zechuda sponsoring a month of shiurim, please call either me or Mike Solomon, and we'll be happy to to give you the zechut of all the learning of all the people for these days. Says the Gemara, So the question now is as follows. We mentioned that Mashiv Haruach Morida Geshem, the bottom of the page, four lines in the bottom. Show, show your father. Wrong page. Page before. Four lines in the bottom. Va'anan. Okay, so the question is like this: In Eretz Yisrael, they only have one day of Shemini Aseret, so there's no Shemini Aseret and Zimah Torah. Just Shemini Aseret. So on Shemini Aseret at Musaf, that's when they start saying Mashiv Haruch Mori Degeshem Shemini Aseret Musaf. But we are in America, so or in anywhere outside of Israel, Anan over here they're talking about Bavel. So when do we do Mashiv Haruch Mori Degeshem? At what time? Is it Shemina Tzeret or Simchat Torah? That's the question. I'm a Rav. So Rav says, welcome, Mike. Matchil Musafin. We start by Musaf on Shemina Tzeret. Uposek mencha arbit v'shachrit. And he says that you take a break because, after all, whenever you have two days of the holiday, you're always worried. The reason why we have two days of the holiday officially is because we're worried that maybe... We don't know if Betin made it, made it Rosh Chodesh this day or that day, on 30 or day, or day, or day 29. So if we don't know which was 29 day month or 30 day month, we could be off by one day. So we're not sure if Shemina Tzedek is really Tuesday or Wednesday. So now, what do we do now? It gets to Shemina Tzedek and it's Tuesday. Shemina Tzedek is Tuesday, so we'll to that Wednesday. So if you start Mashiva Rukhmodegeshim on Tuesday, maybe really it's supposed to be Wednesday. You do a day early. If you start on Wednesday, maybe you may do a late, day late. So what are you here to do? So the first thing you could do is, the first attempt tomorrow says is, we do it on Tuesday at Musaf. Then Mincha, we don't say Mashiv Ruch. Mincha, Arbit, Shachrit, no Mashiv Ruch, Then Shachrit, no Mashiv Ruch. Then you go again. You put it back by Musaf again. So both Musafs, you do it. And then from the second Musaf, on Tzvachat Torah, Mincha, you do Mashiv Ruch Mordei Geshem. That's what they want to say. This is Rav. Amalu Shmuel, so Shmuel told him, Puk v'amalu Abba, go tell Rav, Achal she'asitu Kodesh, ta'aseh uchol, are you allowed to treat Shemini Atzeret like a weekday? If you're, when you put, when you started Mashiv Ruch Mordei Geshem, you're showing that you, th- you hold it's a holiday. Because on when do you switch to Mashiv Ruch? On the holiday. holiday. So you're showing it's a holiday. And now when you go back to Minha and you make it, uh, you say Mori Hatal, so you're showing that you think it's still Cholomoyed. So after you made it a holiday, you can go Cholomoyed it? How do you do that? Ela Amashmol. Matchil Musaf. Ub Mincha. You do Musaf and Minha. Because that's all part of Shemina Tzedek. Then, uposek arbit shachrit. Now, when it comes to arbit and shachrit, then you don't, you say muri hatal over there, because over there, uh, it's the next day. So start off like that. 
And then you go back to Musaf. Chozel Machiv Musaf. Rava Amar. Rava says, no. Kevin, Shichil Shuvina Posek. Once you start by Musaf and Shmir Tzik, you never stop. Vikena Amar Rosheshit, Kevin, Shichil Shuvina Posek. So these rabbis are saying, once you start on Musaf of Shmina Tzirit, that's it. Mincha, Arbit, Shachrit, all Mashiv and Ochmur, the Geshem. Right, that's it. Once you start, you don't stop. Va'af Rav, and even Rav, who said the original idea, had the be, he backed off. Why? We have a story. Da'amar Rechananel Amarav, Moneh Esim Ve'echad Yom, you count 21 days on Rosh Hashanah, Kedelech Shimon Esim Ve'echad Asara Yamim, just the same way you count uh, from 10 days of Rosh Hashanah Kippur, Umatchil, Ve'kevin Shitchil, Shuvon Aposek. So he says, the way you know when you do Mashiv Adok Mordi Degeshim is like this. Count 21 days from Rosh Hashanah, just like you counted 10 days to get to Yom Kippur from the first day of Rosh Hashanah, not the second day. We don't have two days Kippur. We count from the first day of, Kippur, of Rosh Hashanah, and 10 days later is Kippur. We don't say, well, there's two days Rosh Hashanah, let's count from the second day, we have two days Kippur. No, there's only one day Kippur, right? The same way you do only one day Kippur, counting from 10 days from the first day of Rosh Hashanah, we're going to do only... 21 days to get till from, from Rosh Hashanah to get till Shemini Aseret. Shemini Aseret on Musaf, you switch to Mashiv Ruch Rugeshim and Chalas. Once you get there, that's it. You stay Mashiv Ruch Rugeshim till Pesach. You don't go back and forth. Even Rav said that. So the, even Rav, he's the one who originally said, you start, you stop. He changed his mind in the end and he went to this rule. Okay? What's the halacha? Kevin Shetchil, Shuv Enoposek. Once you started, you do not stop. Okay. Here's the Mishnah. No Mishnah. This is the Mishnah. Ad matay shu'alim etikashamim. Till when do we ask for rain? When do we stop asking for rain? Says Gemara, we don't mer. Ad shi'abor pesach Once Pesach finishes, chalas. Okay? Rabbi Meir mer, ad shi'asin nisan. He says, till you finish the whole month of Nisan. That's according to this rabbi. Okay? You still mashim haruach till the end of Nisan. But it's going to rain for you, Barishon, in the first month. The first month, Yani, in the sun. So then the whole in the sun, rain. That's according to the bee, Meir. But Rabbi Das says, no, till the end of Pesach. We had this brought down before. Is it true that you have your type of rains in the sun? Yoreh is really supposed to be in Marhajvan, which is all the way in the beginning by, by Sukkot, after Sukkot. The Tanya, because we learned, Yoreh Marhajvan, Malkosh Munisan, Amaleh Hachi Amar of Yochanan. He answered back this is what Yochanan said. Bime Yoel ben Putuel that came Mekrazu. This happened in the time of Yoel, the Khtiv. Yet in a Gezim Achal Arbeh. It says, whatever is left from the Gezim was eaten by the Arbeh. So what happened was usually yore is the is the type of rains that you do to 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 put a new crop in, okay? And you put a new crop in always in after Sukkot is when you plant, then you harvest afterwards. Now the, here this time the Jews had had troubles, and the 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 grasshoppers had come and eaten all their all the crops. Hashem made a miracle that Hashem made, even in Nisan. When they're supposed to be harvesting, they were able to plant, and Hashem said, "Yoreh rains in the sun," and it, it, they were able to get a new miracle harvest. Uh-huh. 
So when we said Yoreh Nisan, that happened only one time when when the Jews had needed this miracle and they had Yoreh. Usually Yoreh is in Melchizedek in order to plant. Okay. You want to hear the story? We'll tell you the story what happened. That year, Adar left and there was no rains. Okay, so it, they got their first rain in Nisan. Go plant. They asked them, what do we do? We don't even have enough wheat to plant because we need the wheat to eat. If I only have a pound of flour to eat, should I plant it and die? Or, or, or eat it and live? So Amalem, so Yoel told them, Alpha Pekin, still, Go plant. In, in general, when the, before, very often before the Nabi does a miracle for the Kal Yisrael, he, he requires of them some kind of leap of faith. Something, for, you have to show that you're believing. So here, the leap of faith was, they believe, showing, you want to show you believe? Take what you think you need to eat, plant it. And when you did that, you're showing you believe in Hashem, and now He's going to make the miracle for you. You with us? Okay. Still, go and plant. The miracle happened to them. They found wheat that was in the the walls of the of the silo and was in the, was in the ant holes. They found a tiny little bit of wheat, so they found extra wheat more than they had. Okay. They went to plant on the second, third, and fourth day of Nisan. They planted. So the fifth of Nisan, it started raining. Again, three days planting. It started raining on the fifth of Nisan. Already they brought the Korban HaOmer ten days later. They got more wheat. Usually it takes months for the wheat to grow. Ten days later, they already had enough wheat for the Korban right? It comes out that grain, the grain that usually takes six months, it, was, it grew in 11 days. It comes out that the, the Korban Omer that usually takes, is on wheat that was six months growing. This time with Korban Omer was from wheat that was 16 days growing, not six months, 16 days. Right? The Pasuk says those who plant with tears, with with joy they will harvest. Now usually why are you cry, why are you harvesting with tears? Here they were harvesting with tears because they didn't have any food. There's nothing to eat. And therefore when they planted it was with tears. But they took it they they, they harvested with joy that year. The, 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 now the pasuk in Tehillim that talks about it also says, "Haloch yelech ubacha meshech hazara." He says he walks along crying, carrying the container of seed. My haloch yelech ubacho. Why is he going and crying and carrying the seed? Amar Yehuda, shor kshu choresh holech boche. As the ox was pulling the plow, it was crying. Meaning, the, the, the ox itself was pulling the plow, 
is crying because there's nothing to, to munch on. There's no grass to eat. Right? When it comes back, it comes back with joy. Which means, by the time it, was, it goes, gets to the end of the line, it's coming back, the, the grass is already growing. It's eating the grass. Okay. What does it mean that he's carrying his bundles? Amar the stalk of grain was one tefach. I'm sorry, is that it's longer? Is that it's longer than a tefach? And the ear was the time. That's very, very, very big. Usually, the stalk, the stalk is what you don't eat. And the ear is what you eat. That's, that's the part. That, so here, the stalk was short, and the, the mouth, usually we have a low, tall wheat, and then a small thing on the top, that's what part you eat. Now it was a short uh, stalk, and a lot of wheat to eat on that. It was much more, much more um, miraculous. Okay. Now, why were they in such trouble? Why, did they, why were they out of, completely out of wheat? What, what happened to them? Why does it say that Hashem asked for hunger to be on the land for seven years? What they eat? He told him. The first year they ate what they had in their houses. The second year they ate what's in the field. In the third year they ate. The wheat, they ate the, the, the meat, they ate meat that year, of all the kosher animals. They ate in the, in the fourth year, they ate non-kosher animals, because they were stuck on the fashot, right? They ate the non-kosher animals. Hamishit, in the fifth year, they ate the, the mice. Shishit, the sixth year, they ate the kids. Shivit, Basal Zrotem, they ate their own arms. The Kemash Nehemar, Ish Basal Zrovi Ochelu. Okay, but Amale of Nachman of Israel. My Dikti Bikibicha Kadosh Loabobair. What does the Pasuk say when it says, what does that mean when it says, uh, there's something holy in, among you and I won't come in the city? Right? Mishum Bikibicha Kadosh Loabobair, because it's something holy, Hashem's not coming. Which means like this. When it says, lo, lo, until, until you have something holy in the city, I won't come in the city. Which means Hashem promises that don't think that even though you don't have uh, the Bet HaMikdash, don't think that I'm going into my Bet HaMikdash in Shamaim. Lo avo, I will not go into Yerushalayim Shalmala, into Yerushalayim and Shemaim, Ad Sheavo, till I come to Yerushalayim Shalmata. You know, before Hashem has his own Bet Mikdash Shemaim, He's promising I'm not using it until you guys have the Bet Mikdash by you. So all this time that we're waiting for the Bet Mikdash, Hashem is also waiting to use his Bet Mikdash. He has a brand new. It's like a guy who has a, a brand new car, and he says, "I'm not going to my car until my son comes home." And his car is sitting waiting two thousand years. He's not touching it till my son till my son has. The Beit Hamikdash, Lo Avo, okay. Umi Ika Yushalayim the Mala. Is there Yushalayim in Shemaim? The Gemara asks. 
In, yes, there is. The built up Yerushalayim is like a city that's joined together. So it sounds like there's, there's a city that joins together with Yerushalayim over here. There's Yerushalayim Shalmata, joined together with Yerushalayim Shalmata. Another question, same rabbis. My dichtiv, ubaachat yivaru vichsalu, musar havalim esu. It says that they're all completely dumb. And, and the rebuke of Havalim, each one is wood. There's one big Avera that causes the wicked to die, to burn in Gihinam. That's a big, big one in, in Gihinam. How do we know? It says over here, Musar Havalim Aitsu. It says that it's a Musar of nonsense. Which is wood. It says by by Avodazara, It's all hevel The all nonsense and the work of delusions. So hevel is idols. More statements from the same rabbis. What's the pasuk that says two evils our nation did? My nation did. Tatenu dahavet was only two. They forgot twenty-four generations. Averot. It's one that's like two. What's one that's like two? Avodazara. The chayiv as it says. Because two evils did my nation do. First of all, the two, what are the two evils that Kaisa did? Number one is, They left me. Evil number one, you left HaKadosh Baruch I'm the source of all Baracha. You're leaving me. You're leaving the source of Mayim Hayim. And not only that, now the second thing is, They went to go look for broken Sisters, I'm the source. You know, you have this beautiful spring coming out of the ground, and they're going to dig, dig themselves wells that are broken, they're not going to work. You're looking for other, other stuff, you have a Kodesh Baruch in your hand. How do we know? V'khtib b'hu, it says, Ki avru ketim Go look to the island of Kitim and check. V'kedar shechu v'tbonu, go check Kedar, these are two different places of Goyim. Ha'emed goyilohim v'hem aloyilohim. Does any of the nations get rid of their gods even though they're not gods? Meaning, the, the Goyim, even though their gods do nothing, they stick to them like glue. Right? And my nation, not only are they switching, even though no nation is switching, they're switching to something that doesn't work. That's two. Two ra'ot is, number one, leaving, nobody leaves. And second of all, and, and you're leaving Hashem, who works. Right? Tana, we learned in the Brayta. Kutim ovdim la'esh v'kadrim ovdim la'mayim. The kutim, which we mentioned in one pasu, kutim, they worship fire. Kadrim worship the mayim. yodim Even though they know that water puts out fire. They don't get rid of their God. And you got rid of Hashem even though nothing stops Hashem. Now this... Question with the same rabbis. 
Shemuel. Pasuk says that when Shemuel was old, that's when his kids went off. Says Shemuel Was Shemuel really so old? He passed away at 52. 52 is not old. So how can it says, when Shmuel got old, blah, blah. what do you mean? Shmuel never got old. How do we know? Because the rabbi said, that if someone dies at 52, he died like Shmuel and Amati. Right? Because when a person dies at 50, it could be that he had karet. But once he makes it to 52, since Shmuel died at 52, it means it's not karet. Amalei told him, Even though he was only 52, he got very old. He got very white. Dikhtiv, as the Pasuk says. Hold on. Yes. Dikhtiv, as it says. Hashem told Shimuel, I feel bad that I made Shaul the king, because Shaul had broken a couple of halacha of the Avera. You said that I'm equal to Moshe and Aaron. As the Basuk says, Moshe and Aaron, when they are, as they call him, and Shimuel, when you call his name. Just like Moshe and Aaron, they didn't lose their ma'asei to him while they were alive, meaning because Yoshua survived. Now, I, I, a little hard for me to understand this because Nadav and Avihu died while they were alive, but I, but I don't know. Let's see. Please also don't let. Shaul die when I'm alive. I'm like, what can I do? Lemot Shaul, to make Shaul die. Lo kashavik Shmuel, Shmuel doesn't let. Lemot Shmuel is datur. To Shmuel to die young. People are gonna, people gonna, are gonna say, oh, how come, how come Shmuel died young? He was such a sadiq, why did he die young? Lo lemot Shaul, maybe I won't kill either of them. Kvati gim achut David. It's already the time for David. David has a certain time he has to be king. And it's not Shaul's time anymore, so we can't let them both live. One kingdom can't hit another kingdom, even a hair breath. Every kingdom has a certain time has to come. Okay, I'll make him his hair turn white premature. Okay? Shaul was sitting Giva under the tree in Rama. Now, Giva and Rama are next to each other. What's, what's the connection between Giva? That's like, that's like saying uh, somebody is he's sitting in New York while he's in Missouri. And under, this guy is sitting in New York under the tree in Missouri. I don't say what does that mean? How can you be in Giva and Rama at the same time? And Rama to teach you. What caused Shaul he should be in Giv'ah for two and a half years? Tefilat Shemuel Hamati. The reason why he lasts so long is because of Shemuel Hamati, which means because Shemuel prayed for him. That's why.
he was able to last for two years extra, two years as king. I thought we said that you can't push away one person for the next, right? Is Shemuel dying in order that Avi should be king? In yes, I'm of Shmuel Malachmani, I'm of Yochanan. My dictiv alken chatzavti, but nebi'im halakti b'mlepi. That's why I, I not I chiseled out by the prophets. I killed them with my mouth. Maasim lo nemar ela b'mlepi with their words. That's why we see that we could sometimes push away one person for another person. Okay? Says the Gemara. These two rabbis were sitting at a, at a meal. He told them back. <laughs> this is what Yochanan said. Don't talk during a meal. Okay? Because maybe the food will go on the wrong pipe. We have all this, and you have a sakana. Okay? But after the meal was over, he told him, Yaakov Avinu Lomet. Yaakov Avinu never died. He told him, Nachman told him back, Was it for nothing? That the pasuk, yeah, pasuk doesn't say he died, but it also says that they they eulogized him and they embalmed him and they buried him. So if they buried him, he's got to be dead. Yes, it doesn't say that he died, but it does say they buried him and it says they they, they put him they put him in a mummy. So it's got to be dead. I must have told him, listen, you're not answering the question, but mikrani doresh, I got a pasuk. Uh, I'm not I'm not answering your question, but I got a pasuk. Hashem says, Now don't worry, sir, my servant Yaakov says Hashem. Don't be, don't be broken, Klal Yisrael. Because I'm going to save you from, from far away. I'm going to save your children from the land of the captivity. We compare Yaakov to his children. Now, sounds like that. That's what they want to say. Now, many people understand what this means is that Yaakov Avinu is going to be alive during Tehatim Not, you know? not Some people say it doesn't mean physically alive. They want to say it means that Yaakov Avinu Lomet, Yani, his, 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 the way he carried himself in the world of Torah, that, that Torah of the Yaakov Avinu was learning, that never died. It's like he's, he's alive in death. Similarly to what we say, David Melech says, Chai V'Kayam. We say all the time, David, what, what do you mean, Chai V'Kayam? It means the, the cause of David is still going. Okay? But, but it's interesting, they say, they, they learn from here, they say, you see from here, Menakasha Shtarbanisht, which means, uh, you don't die from a question. Here they ask the question, what do you mean? They got a question, got a, we have Pesukim, it sounds like the bird. It's okay, you have a question, it's very nice, but I got Pesukim, so... <laughs> <laughs> we don't die from question. You have a question? Okay, as Abaruch. Okay. Amar Bitzak. Kol Omer Rachav, Rachav Midi Nikri. Now, there was a lady called Rachav who was known as a famous Zona that she met with Yoshua and she saved, she met with uh, Pinchas and Kalev and she saved Kalev in the time of Yericho. 
she was able to teach yeah, him. She was good. She was good, but she originally she was a, 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 a zona. So we're telling you about her beauty that anyone who mentioned her name right away miyadikri right away zeta would come out of them. If you mention her name, that's how that's how that's how uh, effective she was. Nachman, ana amina So I mention her name all the time. Nothing happens to me. I'm only talking about someone who knows her and remembers her. Obviously, not somebody who doesn't know her. Okay. When they were leaving each other, Amalei told him, Give me a beracha. Amalei, I'm sure give you a mashal. The guy is walking in the desert. He's hungry. He's hungry, he's tired, and he's thirsty. All three. And he finds a tree. You can want to hear this one. Hold on. He, a guy who's hungry, this is perfect for you, okay? Guy's walking in the desert, he's hungry, he's tired, and he's thirsty. So you're coming for your beracha? I'll, give, I'll tell you the best beracha. Listen to this. Guy's walking in the desert, hungry, tired, and thirsty. He finds a tree. And the tree is has beautiful shade. You can sit and relax in the shade. And it's got d- delicious fruit. And there's, a, there's, there's a, a stream of water going under it. So he takes a drink from the stream, he eats the fruits, he lays down in the shade. He says the following, Elan, Elan, tree, tree, what can I bless you with? If I tell you that your fruit should be sweet, the fruit's already sweet. I should bless you, you should have nice shade. You already have nice shade. You should have water going under you. You already have water under you. I give you a blessing that all the, all the, not only you should have what you have, but all your children should have what you have also. All the plants that come out of you should have also shade, fruits, and what's called the same. It's a blessing to a tree. So, so that, that's, that's the mashal of a, of a guy giving a blessing to a tree. Af ata, also you, what should I bless you? In Torah, if I want to bless you with Torah, you already have Torah. In Ba'oshin, if I want to give you wealth, you're already wealthy. In Banim, if I tell you children, your children should be like you, inshallah. Amen, amen.